Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. Here coming, comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen? This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> But those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double-barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. Bro, I'm about to be the biggest hoe on my fucking life, bro. I'm about to be a hoe. I'm about to be a hoe. Yo, y'all niggas is not worth it, bro. I'm about to be like, What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. It's the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We're here in the morning, and we got into this subject matter, man. I'm going to report to you. I report to you every day the concerning uh, areas that you guys seem to be ignoring. You guys seem to have a blind spot for these situations here. And um, what I'm... What I'm not going to do is tell you, well, those are just the bad ones, all right? We always tell you that women live in a spectrum, right? And so we talk about dating and relationships here. And because a lot of us men are pining for love, I need love. I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. We're talking to you guys, all right? I'm, I'm trying to wake you guys up, guys. It's over. It is over. Game over. Now, is it over for everyone? No. No, there's some people that are going to have 
decent relationships. Some people are going to have Owen relationships. They're just going to be constantly in relationships, all right, in and out, in and out. And this one didn't work out, and he wasn't the right guy. And this one, listen, some people like to live that way. Some people are going to figure it out, get to my calendar. I, it was sitting up here. My calendar is like filled up with stuff other than women. But then at the end of the night, I'll put a woman's name, all right, 930. 9.30 to 10.45. <laughs> All right. And then send her out. She gone. So <laughs> I, I don't have time for all that. And I have so many things to do and accomplish in this world. So today, man, we're going to show you something that's going to definitely give you an indication that it's all but over, especially in the community, as we call it here, the Martin Luther King section of the, the universe. OK, I think uh, I think it's all but done. And I've been encouraging men, men who are if you have your head on uh, screwed on straight, if you're about anything, um, if you're not one of these uh, Dr. Uma Johnson graduates from the Malik Shabazz University, I don't know what he's building out there. If you're not one of these guys who think your guys are going to have these hotep sessions where you burn incense, you put on your daishiki. And then you basically rehash conversations that we've had over the past 60 years in an effort that one day the men will rise up with the quain of the, you know what I mean? For If you're not one of those guys, I will let you know, it is time for you to leave. It is time for you to go. If you have your head screwed on straight, I would tell you to flee immediately. You should be considered a refugee of this particular sector. Now, it's just not the community. We're going to give you demonstrations of I'm telling you to flee the idea of this Puritan society that you believe you live in. A lot of men are stuck in the past. You believe you guys are going to find you a good, righteous wife who is virtuous and haven't been touched. Well, those those days are gone. They've gotten you to pretty much accept the fact that this woman might bring another man's seed into the life. And how dare you not date another woman because she doesn't because she doesn't have your seed. She has another man's seed. We jump from virgin to another man's seed in less than 25 years. But, you know, we can't have these preferences. So what do you do? You live the free agent lifestyle. This is what I'm offering you guys here. An opportunity to make your own path in this life. And you can give whatever you need. You don't have to give up peace leave. You know what I mean? People always think, yeah, but how am I going to get? It takes a lot to really change men here. But look, let's get into these super chats. And then we'll get into the show. We got a lot to share here. We got a lot to share, um, including ratchet single mothers twerking at their kids' high school. This is how far we've gone, man. Wow. In the United States of America, hey, man, there's about four different, five different United States of, United States of Americas. There's, there's so many different Americas. Um, the America that many people live in that watch my show, shout out to you. Um, that's not real America. I'm just letting you know right now. They have cornered off a section of decay, death, no opportunity. Um, yeah, uh, I I'm trying to think of some de uh, debauchery. They have cornered off sections of cities to allow you to live in and die in. That's what the that's basically what you have right there. I mean, that's what you have. You will have no chance of even realizing what America could be. You'll never live it. You'll never live it. And most of it will be by choice. All right, I'm going to show you today. I'm going to show you today. 
Shout out to uh, Warhammer. He says, time tricks are hopeless romantics and they're simps. Yeah, man. I think, you know, we, we do have a section of hopeless romantics here as men. And I said this yesterday in the emotional men stream that you should watch at least a portion of it. The timestamps are there this morning. Um, I, I think that men are the ones that are the most hopeless romantic in our generation. In our generation. I think it's more men than women. We're the ones who want a girl. We need a girl. We want a girl. And not only do you want a girl, you want a girl that's all yours. She's mine, mine, mine. The girl is mine. Don't waste your time because the doggone girl is mine. She's mine. No, she's mine. No, she's mine. All right. Don't waste your time because the doggone girl is mine. That's what y'all want. I'm telling y'all, man, you ain't going to get one of those. I'm not, I'm going to let you know that's over. It's over guys. I want you guys to do, but you guys don't think so. And you guys think that you're going to go up there and impress them with your, your, your verbiage. Well, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to use some talk game on her. I'm going to use some talk game. She's going to be impressed by me. She wasn't impressed by me when she saw me, or maybe she gave me a choosing signal. Maybe she did it. I'm going to run some talk game on her and then I'm going to convince her. That I'm the girl for her. Oh, wait, she's the girl for me. <laughs> then I'm going to talk to her and show her. I'm going to show her my nice pair of sneakers. All right, look at my sneakers. I keep them I keep them fresh and clean. I bet you you'll like me when I show you my sneaker collection. All right, you see how clean I keep these sneaks? These are new sneaks. You see how fresh to death I am? You see how I trim my beard up and line up my hairline? I bet you you're going to fall for me when you hear this mouthpiece <laughs> meanwhile this girl been ran through more times than the holland tunnel <laughs> and you're begging her just <laughs> mm. <laughs> not these girls coach i don't mess with girls like that i talk to good girls and i turn them into bad girls because i got this mouthpiece yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm sitting there like yeah <laughs> My man, Black Pill Mentalist, says running game on escorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have at it, guys. Uh, if you want to waste your time with escorts, I mean, you want to waste your time with women who go to bars and clubs. Yeah. Oh, boy. You're really impressing me right now. I'm impressed. Boy, you're not a scared guy. You can run up and talk to these skeezers. <laughs> you silver tongue dog devil, you. I'm very impressed by you. You're going to waste all that time. You're going to be buying drinks and extra pair of Jordans. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, hey, boy, Jesus. This guy's fantastic. Perhaps I'll pay you $69 for a PUA course. Perhaps you'll tell me how to pick up escorts <laughs> and skeezers. Now, if you were somewhere in a suburban neighborhood, let's talk to these future wives and I'll run some game. Now we're talking, but you're talking about, you're talking about, yeah, debaucherous people. I don't know. Let's get in here. Uh, my, my man, I can't pronounce your name, but it looks like you're in Africa. We're going to call you M. Sonny is in the building, signing the register coach. And I bet you he said it in a very wonderful accent. Shout out to you. Raul's in the building. What did you got to say? He says, last night's show was 100% your victory lap, coach. You were on point with every single word that came out of your mouth. We were out here spitting bars, all right? But not a lot of people will watch that show. Man, I was out there. That was shooting from the hip. 
B-Real Mahogany suffering succotash. And, oh, that's who it was. Sylvester the Cat's voice. He, I can't even say it. I sound like suffering succotash. I, I, I said it was someone else, but it is suffering succotash in my Sylvester's voice. The sex train is full speed, no brakes. Hey, guys, Pandora's box is open. We let the cat out of the bag. We we literally, metaphorically and literally, let the cat out of the bag. Um, it's going to be very difficult for you to find the women that you guys are saying that you want. I mean, listen, I'm not saying I want a good girl. And ladies, I'm not trying to turn good girls, uh, bad girls into good girls. I'm not trying to do that. I'm exposing the fact that some of you guys live in the spectrum. I'm going to play a video and I'm going to prove that once again. I always try to prove it with, with context. I'm sure someone else is disagreeing with me, but they never disagree. They only use, they never disagree with facts. They use anecdotal evidence. You know, first of all, these content creators are lazy. All right. They never really pull up anything. They never create anything, any, anything of their own. They just kind of just regurgitate uh, old pimp manifestos. You know what I mean? Or they just regurgitate their own uh, stuff to prove, well, no, that's not exactly right, man. Well, 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 I mean, and they never show you with that. I, I actually show you, I actually show you the, the woman herself from her voice. I'll, I'll actually find what I'm saying. I'll find what I'm trying to say. And then I'll let the woman say it herself. I'm not lazy. <laughs> and I prove it. Suffering succotash. The sex train is at full speed, guys. The attention, the attention and validation uh, train is at full speed. Okay, there's no way you're interrupting that. Especially, there's no way you're interrupting that. And there, there's no way you're interrupting that. And not even this guy can do it in his Wife is sitting next to him. His he knows his wife is gone. Where's my guy? Hey, beautiful. This guy knows his wife is gone. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe Patricia be tied up in these streets. He can, he knows there's nothing he can do. He's done. He's like I'm ten years in marriage. You know, at any point she can step on out. It's done. Where are we at here? Shout out to XL Pro Services on the Cash App. Thank you here. He says, uh, single mothers today are recreational fun. All right, shout out to the ladies providing fun. It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Mr. Glucose, Black China said she broke and saying her baby daddies aren't supporting her. While Rob and Tigga giving her money uh, for the kids, really. So... Again, guys, the whole trap is there. Uh, I think what happens to women is very much very predictable. The cycle's predictable, and um, uh, they always learn the hard way at the end when it gets tough, right? You you have all your fun up front. You're 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 from sixteen and up. You're gonna have your fun, all right, and you're gonna nobody can stop you. And listen, I understand. That would be like me trying to stop me now in my 40s and 50s, knowing damn well y'all ain't getting in front of this. All right, I know some of you goofballs out here trying to stop my fun. Oh, I'm in my fun years now. Okay, I'm like the women were when they were in their uh, late teens and early 20s. All right, you ain't stopping this train. All right, I got the advantage. And so young women have the advantage. They're like, this is great. What do you mean? Give this up? Are you crazy? And then inevitably they hit the metaphor, metaphor uh, metaphorical or the literal wall, the biological wall, they hit that wall and then they start to struggle. And then they're swimming upstream. 
and then it gets tough. And then all their decisions that they made when it, oh, I'm fine. My, my, I have a baby. I have two baby daddies and the kids are young. Now those kids are older. You're broke. You run out of a ability to command the same attention because you're over 30 instead of barely legal. And now you're swimming upstream. And then somebody got to tell you, well, the decisions you made five, 10 years ago are now uh, coming back at you hardcore. And now you got to live the next 40 years on your own. Mm. Yeah, it, it that's the sad reality of how it works as women. All right, let me do last two. Ricky Webster, I love my coach. I love my coach gang. Welcome back, Sizzo and French Toast Props Duke. All right, appreciate you, man. And Link hits me with the coffee, which I don't have this morning. All right, so thank you for that. Let's get into the show. Let's have some fun today. This is going to be a fun show. First of all, we want to say RIP to Dr. John Deloney. Listen, we can no longer share your content here, Dr. John, or anyone from the Dave Ramsey uh, show. Unfortunately, anytime that I've used their content recently, they hit me with a copyright, not a strike. But they just hit me with the copyright so that if the video is monetized, all of the money would go to them. And I said, hey, listen, this is a fair use issue. And uh, I, I don't know what it is that they, that they don't want me to allow me to use the content anymore. But they gave us some good content. They gave us everything that I needed to prove my point about the weakness of men and women in America that were being led by the media and politicians, the devil, the ship is sinking, and a lot of us don't have no direction. All right, and so Dr. John provided us with some great simp energy out here. So we're just going to give Dr. John a round of applause for the few videos that he made his appearance and Dave Ramsey. Okay, no longer could share their content. <laughs> yeah, they they out here trying to say, oh, you can't, you oh, and I have to review it, fair use it. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of times what happens is, the more I the more I challenge the system, the more they're going to buck back at me. So I always be like, eh, you know what I mean? If I make them watch my show and then they look at Dr. John, who are they going to What are they going to do? They're going to go for the simp. They're going to and then take me down. So I'm going to just let them go. All right. Go ahead and let them go. They had some great videos I was going to use recently. So we got to we got to we got to we'll find another gump. We'll find another gump. But shout out to Dr. John out there that gave us some great content. All right. Remember, gentlemen, I say women live in a spectrum. Women live in a spectrum. You guys are saying, well, the good girls or I talk to the girls that are like this. Where's my here? It is right here. I'm going to make this a little bit larger. Um, you guys think that because you talk to girls out in the open or at the mall or at the bar or the club, the restaurant, you're saying that they're different from the escorts, the streetwalkers, the hookers, and they're different from the good girls, the library, the girls in the library, et cetera, et cetera. But what I've been proving to you is that no, these women are, they go through changes and they move through a spectrum. So this is a young woman who is going to reveal basically her, her, who she is and how she got caught up with well, not one sugar daddy, but several sugar daddies. All right. As a sugar baby. All right. And this is the reality of the culture of Generation Z. Sugar daddies, a lot of women will experiment with sugar daddies. Okay. Which means to say, which means in effect, at somewhere down the line, Hoes you're running game on, or not hoes, women you're running game on, women you're trying to marry will have dipped their toe into this industry. Okay. Listen. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, and I'm back for another video. That's every YouTuber's intro. 
I'm doing something a little bit different. Now, this girl isn't, we wouldn't call her ugly, all right? She's not highly attractive. She's average, all right? Um, And, um, you know, a lot of guys probably wouldn't get a girl as good looking as this. I mean, she's not great looking, but she you, you're not even getting this. And a girl like this is probably not going to give majority of men any attention, all right? Unless it's I got money. or he was Chad or Tyrone. You can read that's all she's she's got Chad Tyrone seed and money seed on her. If you're anything but that, you're not getting her at all. And so this leads to the frustration of the dating marketplace, in which I'm saying so many women are dipping their toe in this, and then they come out and they get spit out, and then they still have high expectations for men, and then you still fail with them. Let's go ahead and listen. Kind of like a story time. Basically, in this video, I'm just going to talk to you about one of my sugar daddy experiences. It was one. definitely more of a unique situation than just going on like a sugar daddy website um, and meeting someone there. Get ready for some personal information. Like, I feel like I never share anything about my actual life or like get to know me or like anything like that. So, like, this is kind of weird to me, but. Oh. That gives her that little pause right there gives us time to review our fair use policy over here and invoke our fair use privileges. All right. So if anybody comes over here and we share your content, this does fall under the fair use guidelines in which I can use excerpts of copyrighted material, which under certain circumstances can be quoted verbatim for the purposes of criticism, news reporting and teaching and research without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. I just have to make that point clear again because YouTubers don't understand this let's go ahead and go back okay well so for starters basically how we met was i was literally 16 got my first job at okay there we go right there gentlemen and ladies ladies and gentlemen another piece of evidence that i have proven over and over again first of all we don't talk about teenagers here because there's no such thing it is a marketing term which i've proven that they've come up with somewhere around the 1940s and 50s in order to market to a group of people to make money from. There's no such thing as teenagers. That is a common, that is a current modern concept. Number two, I've told you that these young adults get started earlier. These young adults get started early. I've been telling you that and telling you that and telling you that. No matter if it's legal or illegal, they will dip their toe. I've been telling you, these girls are on Tinder already. When they're 16, 17, they're already opening Tinder accounts and they're already, they may not be matching with people, but they're on the account already. They're already on seeking. They're already in the streets. They're already in nightclubs. Let me tell you, they're already in nightclubs. Okay. In certain major cities, they're already getting into nightclubs, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. So be careful out here. Let's go ahead and continue. Target in a different state actually it was a seasonal position I was also working a different job at the time I was a little 16 year old I wanted to buy a car my family's always like made me like hustle to get what I want um which I totally appreciate so they started my first job so she said she says she's working at Target all right so uh, uh, like a lot of young people they start working these type of jobs because they don't know what to do with themselves all right so first thing they do is go to one of these jobs um, like they were surprised that they were going to turn 16 and had to work. Oh, wow. What am I? Oh, okay. I'll go to target. All right. They end up there for 15 years. So, um, <laughs> what I'm saying is this, there, this is a girl in the spectrum. She's, she didn't start off being a hooker. All right. She didn't start off being a sugar baby. She didn't start off saying, I want to shoot prawn, but she started off at target. These are places where you guys go and cold approach women. All right. Let's go ahead and continue. 
um, at Target. I was working at Starbucks. It was like really crazy. Starbucks too. Um, I worked in clothes. So I just like folded clothes and like sorted clothes. Like I worked there. Yeah, monkey work. All right, monkey work. Let's go ahead and continue. Probably for about a couple of weeks, this dude would keep talking to me and I always thought he was kind of pushy. He'd always like come up in my business, like where I was working and like always talk to me. And then um, there became a point where I dyed my hair red and like, at that point, like I remember from that point was like when he like actually started like asking me to hang out and stuff. And at the time I was like, okay, this is like weird. I was so somebody running game on her. Kind of just like young and rebellious. I had Here we go. Moved. Young and dumb. Well, remember I told you that people are going to use these phrases to skirt the fact that they, that they were supposed to be responsible and they didn't act responsibly. This is the extended teenage years of Americans. Across the country, basically. My parents went through some sheet. Yeah. Here come the excuses, all right? So now my parents broke up, and they, they they divorced, and I had to move all over the place. So she's building in excuses as to why she's about to be a skeezer. Yeah, so it was kind of a weird time in my life. Like, I had just been, like, taken out of school one day. I'm, like, this 16-year-old. Like, there's no way I'm going to hang out with this older dude. I didn't even know how old he was. I just know. That's a lie. Oh, that he probably thought I was older than I was. Yeah, because women out here are presenting themselves as they're older. Let's continue. Just how he was talking to me, like how he was acting. But I wasn't like one to be like, I'm 16. I was working hours at Target that a teenager wouldn't normally be working because they'd be in school. So. Okay, so there she tips it off. This is why the guy put, potentially might have thought she was older because she wasn't even in school. All right, she's working at 10. She's at, she's at Target at 11 o'clock. You're probably in the junior college, right? You would assume. So she's obviously living a normal life. She's in these streets. Okay. In these streets. I don't know. Honestly, at the time, I think like mentally, it was just like not all there. So I was like, oh yeah. Like, there's there's another excuse. Like let's just hang up this random guy from work. So first time we hung out, we went, we like hung out in his car on a break. So at this point. She was succeeding him in the car probably thinking why is this girl talking about some dude from target that's not a sugar daddy but wait basically this dude was doing illegal activities or making him a lot more money on the side so he had like a you know a nice car to me at the time he had this little like fling thing going on we'd like hang out he'd take me to nice day fling thing i'll like insert pictures so she take she's out with an older man and she's under 18 okay so what I'm telling you guys, these things are very common. So you're trying to start with women and she's 24 and you're like, well, she's young and she has some, dude, she's been already in the field already. She's been already out there for damn near a decade. She's been already out there. I never knew how old he was until probably, I think the first days when he actually told me, then we're like, whoa. Looking back at this, like, I just think how creepy it is and realize how much. Now it's creepy. Such a 10 age year just. So he was 26, I believe, and she was 16. That's a big difference, right? That's just a problem. Like, you can't be hanging out with someone 10 years older than you. Because I was 16. Now, now, now it's a problem. Backstage, underage, adolescent. How you doing? Fine. She replied, hi, side. I like to do the Y thing. Actions took place. Hey, kind of wet. Oh, don't forget the J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, yo. I need a body bag. I remember our first day um, was at this, like, the most expensive place in the um, top floor. It was, like, literally 100% the money is what sold me. So Shout out to Maury and listen to this. My first day was at this, like, the most expensive place in the um, 
top floor. It was like literally 100% the money is what sold me. So 100% the money is what sold me. Here we are, guys. I'm telling you, man, they get started early. They're getting started. They're doing this early. And then behind your back, you, you think you're meeting your future wife. But she already been. In these streets. So my first day, like, we went on this, like, really bougie, like, elevator all the way to this top floor. Everything was mirrors. It was just me, um, him, and this other couple. It was bougie as fuck. They, like, took pictures of us at all the place. Like, it was bougie. I'm not lie. Like, the money thing sold this relationship. I got money. <laughs> Bruh. She wasn't with him because she liked him. She wasn't with him because of the dates. She wasn't with him. She was with him because. I got money. And this is a this is a sixteen, bro, which might be legal in the state that they're in, by the way. So much, like, I hope my family's not watching this because that'd be weird. Yeah, your yeah, your dad's proud, baby. Literally, was never into this guy until the date. You know what I mean? It was more like just like, oh, let's hang out sure i never really came over never really did anything like that we just like went on dates so she lying nope that's a nope look and we never really did anything we just went on dates we didn't do nothing you know it was just uh um the money really sold me and um we didn't do nothing and all but uh yeah uh head hanging in shame so, which was nice because in this generation, honestly, I feel like guys should step it up and actually take girls on dates. We started dating. My family hated him, obviously. I totally thought he was a creep, would not let us hang out. I ended up sneaking out, sis. Like, Here I we go. literally hop fences and shit to like go hang. Don't even know why. Almost like I felt like I was, a, I was in a relationship. So I kind of felt pressured to be a certain type of way like when he would tell me this he'd be like oh why do you want to hang out if I wouldn't hang out so like I was doing a lot of lying a lot of sneaking out not a good time in life for me but yeah so you know I was young and dumb it was not a good time in life for me I was just learning I was succeeding for a stack I was enjoying the money the dates I was sucking your Johnson, your Johnson in the back of Target in the car you were a bad guy uh it was what did I tell you guys <laughs> what did I tell you she a veteran by 25. She already by 25. She been in these streets for almost a decade. In these streets? Almost a decade. By the time she's 36, she's been in the streets for 20 years. This is what I've been told. I, have I not been telling you this? So that all happened. Anyways, let's fast forward a little bit. This thing was temporary. I moved back to Oregon. I basically uh -oh. tried to break up with this dude, right? So I'm like, hey, like, I'm in high school. Like, I literally have high school friends this isn't okay like this isn't gonna work for me to stay you know dating you and basically he's like you know no like we're not breaking up like what can i do and i'm like well i don't do long distance so he's like oh okay like let me move out there for you and i'm like what <laughs> i was like at the time i'm like okay like this dude will not do this like sure like move out here like he's not gonna do it right Next thing you know like he literally like i think it was like after like a month of like me moving out here he was like literally looking at plane tickets he was talking about moving out here for me and everything and i'm like this 16 year old girl this is the second relationship i ever had in my life like calm down okay so he ended up moving out here this is kind of why i've been like kind of sketch out to make the video because i don't want him to like come murder me because he's like crazy hope that, that doesn't happen at least this is proof damsel in distress of my life damsel in distress
Guys, if I like die making this video, like this better blow up. Anyways, so. She worried about the attention. So this dude moves out here for me, right? Like, and then this is when it all got like hella, hella weird to me. Cause it's like age laws are different. If you want to know what I'm talking about, just look into it. Like, okay, so when I look into it, I'm a creep, but she knows the age laws. You see what I mean? If I say, well, in some states, the age laws are there, why, why would you know something like this? Wouldn't you know what the law is? Ignorance of the law does not excuse you from being uh, abstaining from the. She knows the laws. She's telling people to look into it. She's not a creep. She's out here teetering on violating the law. Okay. Age laws are different. So, like, that became like really. Interesting because I was now a 17 year old dating this, you know, he's older than me. So it was like really sketch. How so, much older? Uh, it's sketch. And once the first day I had to pick him up from the airport, I felt like, okay, I've been living at home away from this dude for like so long. I'm like settled into my organ life. I'm going to school. It's my summer, right? Just bring this like cloud over my life. I'm like, oh, and like not to start lying to my parents again and like all this different stuff like i just wasn't like feeling it wasn't wanting to do it but um, but, um you know it just happened I did some crazy shit with my parents and actually ended up getting kicked out of and lived with him for a little bit which she's skipping all over that i got kicked out with my parents and i started living with him when you're living with him what's happening it was really really a bad 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 experience moving in with him if i could redo anything in my life i would have never moved in with this dude like she's 17 bro she moving in with somebody oh boy I, I let's get to the juice here he's crazy after i tell like the whole story like i'm gonna tell you like what he buys for me and stuff like all that kind of stuff okay. kind of opened my eyes to, like oh my gosh i actually need to get out of this relationship like no matter what he buys me like I don't need to do this to myself. Uh -huh. So that actually got me out of the relationship. Um, yeah. Me moving in. It was yeah. always like me trying to get away, trying to break up with him. Like he's some. Here comes the victim narrative. I tried to get away. I tried to, but he kept. <laughs> older dude. You know what I mean? Like. He just. just uh, and he a creepy older dude now. After she got all his money. It wasn't working. Literally. Just keep reeling me back in. Keep buying me things. Keep doing this or that. He was controlling like, oh me. Oh my gosh. Like, with money. Leave me alone. Some crazy shit went down. So I actually ended up contacting my mom. I hadn't talked to her since I'd moved out. Moved out for like a few months, honestly. I was and then like, what? Girl, like, can I move back in? Even though I did not have a good relationship with her. Because honestly, I was a child. Like, I was like freaking sneaking out. Doing all this crazy illegal shit like no like if my kid ever turns out how i turned out like oh god like what am i telling you brother this is gen z to a t i know a lot of kids are not young adults are rebellious but come on she ain't taking no accountability she out in the streets, in the streets. and you're gonna pick her up at 26 thinking you getting something fresh nope parade for me so ever since then she's telling you how bad she was and we haven't been in contact it's not like you're come on basic, get to the damn like sugar daddy thing it's more of like i don't know i feel like a 2020 version but he did have a lot of extra money from like his side shit like a lot of extra money so he Chad. would like spoil me and like buy me basically whatever i wanted so it basically was kind of like a sugar daddy experience and then obviously that, that age gap i basically cut all strings i'm in a happy healthy relationship right now that's and that's you. Let's go to some super chats. There's another example of what I'm telling you guys. This is what this is what you got to look forward to. These are going to be your opportunities. This is who they telling you to run game on. This is who they telling you to get into relationships with. 
This is who they're telling you. And that's you. Uh, it doesn't matter what her body count is. It doesn't wa- matter what her past is. And that's you. And I'm telling you, get a hire a private investigator. Let's get into this one, man. Shout out to Rational Irrationality. He, he says, um, happy Thursday, coach. Was driving back from Austin, Texas when a young Texas A&M Gordita hit me up on Bumble. And he says, made a quick pit stop in the College Station, Texas. Go Aggie. Shout out to the A. You know, young young gorditas, man, sometimes is they don't sleep. <laughs> don't sleep. All right, who we got here? Synopsis Jones, coach to junior college, wants to smuggle my salami. It's 30 minutes away um, in in Copehaven. He says, is it worth the young piece of peace leave? 30 minutes? Bruh. Man, do you realize it take me 30 minutes to drive around to the next city, the next little suburban city in California? 30 minutes is nothing. All right, we drive an hour and 45 minutes for peace leaving, sitting in traffic. So 30 minutes is nothing, maybe on the side of the road somewhere. And Is this Texas? All right, 30 minutes. <laughs> it take me 30 minutes to go to the grocery store. All right, Eddie says, for the support, free agent for life. All right, Obi Trice says, um, this is why other countries are ahead of us in academics. You don't see their parents twerking. These XXs, Xs are lost you never see them teaching their kids math or english we're going to get into the twerking video next one white pony i was talking to a young man yesterday he was talking about date and a woman i said or he's talking about dating and a woman and i said you'll never have money chasing women but you always have women chasing money work on your purpose it's hard to get young men to do so because we're actually um we're actually um you know we got too much testosterone in our veins and um there was a time in our evolution where where this time was used to build families and and get into relationships with women and and procreate. But uh, this time now, they've been telling you, men, that this is not the time for all that. Right? This is not the time for all that. They want to use these extended teenage years, and then they want to settle down when they're 29, 30. So um, these young men are lost. They're lost out here. They have no sense of purpose because at some point, they would have been already on their purpose. They would have probably had the woman that they wanted. And they would have been on some sort of purpose then. But now they have, they're have they misdirected, misguided, and undecided out here. Gregory Hardaway says, what's good, coach? Haven't been on the show due to relocating to Dallas. Texas is in here heavy today. And he says, and it's tight. The work is plentiful. And the women are easy to come by and ready to go. Thanks for the advice. Shout out to Dallas. I heard y'all had some horrible weather out here last month, out there last month. And uh, I'm going to go check out what Dallas has to offer. All right. El Chino. Dallas is on my radar right now. El Chino, shout out to the coach gang. Here's for the coffee. Hit me with the. And that's you. All right, Raul, I'm going to miss Tony Baloney saying you're so brave to women who cheated on their husbands. R.I.P. Did I say Tony? John Baloney. <laughs> I called him Tony Baloney. Yeah, John. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, we're, we're going to miss John. A man supporting man coach. Just play the audio. Will that work? You know what? That might be a way around it. But sometimes when I play the audio, people don't catch on that I'm playing the audio. They'll watch and say, oh, you're frozen, coach. So we'll work around that. You might be right. Brandon Whitefield says, "Uh, get used to seeing this name, coach. No more ninja watching for me. Hold the line, free agent, till I'm dust. And he says, had to hit you twice because it's I got money. I got money. Lucifer's in the building. Rat Singer says they don't care about these kids. Nowadays, the video, the video literally is some sick pedo, pedo-ish. All right, now, for the people who were calling me the sick pedo, pedo, 
all right, earlier for playing the commentary about the young 16-year-old girl. You want to see some sick-ish? All right, let's get to this video. Shout out to A&A Radio. I know he's here today. I got the subject from him. All right, I saw he did a video. There you see, I watched it too. There you go. I probably hit a like button too. But uh, he didn't show the video over there, so then I had to go digging. But go give him a sub. He's a young guy. He trying to he getting this channel going. He he getting it going. Give him some views. Give him a give him a thumbs up. All right. Um, check this out. It says some mothers engaged in a twerking contest in front of the entire damn school. So if you don't know what twerking is, is I'm gonna sum it up to what people what what it is in our evolution, what it means. Twerking is similar to orangutan showing their ass. All right. Basically, is in a it's a mating dance. All right. It's a mating dance in which you show off whatever features that that are pretty prominent in whatever your culture is. All right. So um and the in the George W. Bush white community, a twerking dance will probably be done with the chest, all right, because there's lacking of a lot of ass, you know, in, in that community, but you know, that's changing over time too. But uh, never confuse wide with big. All right. That's all my that's the only advice that I'm gonna tell you because I do participate with the George W. Bush community. Um, sometimes you're compute confusing big with wide. Wide don't make big, all right? It's just wide. All right, so um, anyway. Don't be confused by the clothing either. But uh, here it is here. Here it is. We're going to play the video. I have to shut the audio down because the song they're dancing to is Back That Ass Up. All right. And as you can see, primarily they're at a Martin Luther King High School. All right. I see only a couple of light faces. I see one over here. Let me go ahead and circle that there. That perhaps may be a light-skinned woman or an Asian or an Hispanic woman, but uh, I don't see any white students or Latino students in the crowd here. So let's go ahead and show you what's going on here. We have adult women at a, it looks like a high school, but it looks like some parents potentially may be in an audience. There's some kids. This is a high school gymnasium. Why can't I see this part right here? Uh, fair use. Here it is right here. Um, there you go. I had to turn the music down, but uh, there you go. There's good. I don't think this is during. It might be during a high school event. I see some young tight jeans wearing dudes over here. I see strollers. I see a young child would be, be below teenage years here, or maybe that's a small adult. I'm not sure what's going on here, but there appears to be. Uh, a lot of jiggling and wiggling going on. Titties jiggling and then asses wiggling. As you can see right there, I see children running here. I see a lot of strollers or whatever this is here. And um, they're twerking it for a little bit of cash. Now, guys, this is a society, a culture typically in this culture that is led by the women. The men don't lead, all right? The men talk about leading, but they never lead, all right? They're never going to be in a position to lead. So if you are a guy from this community, you need to leave, all right? You're never going to lead, all right? And then when they go to this depths or they stoop to these depths, they're going to somehow pacify. Oh, what? This is nothing wrong with this, all right? And so here it is right there. She's doing, she's she's bouncing up and down on something. Uh, She's doing the smell my armpit modeling pose. All right, that's called smell your armpit. I was in modeling photography for a little bit as a hobby. And so you tell your model to close her eyes and smell her armpit and put her hands on her hair. All right, so here you go right here. You have her uh, doing the mating dance right here. She looks like she's running out of energy. 
but she wants to audition for Lizzo's background dancer. She also looks like she could also not be a full XX chromosome. All right, so anyway, uh, she is jiggling and wiggling. This one right here could probably get a couple of dollars from me on a slow Tuesday. And um, there's a lady over here doing the splits, as you can see right here. And then yeah, <laughs> they have they ha ha and key key in. All right, you know when you run up to somebody, <laughs> a lot of ha ha and key key in right here. And the reason why she's ha ha and key key in is if you look, she's in a full split right here in leather pants. She's in a full split right here in leather pants. And so um, these are people who have been disenfranchised. These are being people who have been, what is it, institutionally racialized or whatever people come up with. There was when, when, when people get shot and stabbed and killed by the police, these are the ones out here crying the most. But they do have time to dance in front of young adults who are underage here. Mm. Now, I will just draw a parallel just for a second. Let's just say, because a lot of people are just trying to criticize me for talking about underage women who are admitting, this woman right here, who are admitting to dating older men and me knowing the laws of age of consent. Why is that important? So we don't all get caught up in crimes. It is important to know the law. And you guys tried to ridicule me. Do you have any ridicule for the ladies who believe that doing a mating dance or ritualized mating dance in which you display your sexual characters or characteristics or sexual abilities is proper behavior not only that these are older adult women meaning they're not 21 year old women they're probably 41 year old women do you guys think that this mating dance is appropriate for a high school audience or whatever this assembly is uh, a black pride moment a woman's empowerment dance i have no idea what this is but there are young adults in this audience and there are children in this audience. We can see the evidence right here. Potentially, these might be the daughters of these mothers and they're looking, staring right into their future. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. Make it easier. Let the children's laughter. These could somebody said these probably could be the teachers. And let me just say this: in in this particular culture, it is not beyond the realm of possibility that these women have had relationships with the young boys, especially the top athletes in these areas. So if if a guy's a top. If a guy's a top athlete, if he's a rapper coming up, we know this because this happened to Chris Brown. We know this because Bow Wow was probably one of a victim of these things. Justin Bieber. A lot of these boys do have access to these older women, and it is kind of swept under the rug. It's a conversation that people don't really talk about, uh, but people have had these experiences. Um, in any form of the law, this would be a violation of the law, but people really don't want to give this attention because we constantly want to frame men as predators. Okay. This is what we want to do. Um, but, uh, but, the, but these things definitely do happen. All right. Here's another situation here of a woman, um, overly proud mom twerks at son's graduation. This isn't recent, but it came up in my search. So let's go ahead and hear and see with our own eyes a woman that looks like she's at a high school graduation 
Yes, she's at a high school graduation. Her choosing to do the mating dance or the mating ritual in front of high school students. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Not Travion. Now, would we consider this appropriate appropriate uh, uh, outfits to wear? Again, we're talking about attention is their currency. She, her titties are really big there, man. I mean, those are, that is a lot going on there. But this is what she chose to. Here's here are the people here graduating from high school, and here it comes. You get it, There's a security guard. Security guards going, ma'am. You know, and it looks like the security guard might be a light-skinned black man or a Latino man, potentially white. He's like, this is, what is this? What is going on? You better get it, girl. Now, the one lady encouraged her, you better get it. And I want to show you behind them, these students are sitting properly after spending 12 to 13 years getting publicly schooled indoctrinated. All right. So they're in their indoctrination right now. And she's in a full mating dance like a baboon showing her rear end. You know, the red rear end when the baboon shows it. Now, she's in, she's instigated these people to be distracted by the proceedings. And uh, now they're cheering her on. And this dude right here is looking at it like you want to go full bore in that full bore. Let's go ahead and continue. So she's escorted back into her cage. Is this a proud mother, an overly proud mother, or is this embarrassing? Well, what do you call this? I mean, these are people that really never achieved anything but the ability to probably produce children. I, I don't know. I can't really say. I wouldn't be this excited at my kids graduating high school. I mean, that's pretty low bar. The bar is really low on that. I mean, that's a ceremony. That That's that very much a ceremony ritual that I will... Blink. Okay, great. Next. All right. But Travion, by the way. Another instance here that made the news. Mom twerks in principal's office after learning about daughters going to college or getting into college. Learning daughter got into college. Let's go ahead and see if this is going to be to the extreme. This is on Facebook, by the way. Wait, what's going on? Oh. Right. Before we talk about that, there's something else that we need to talk about. Okay, it happened but, today. Yeah, it happened today, and I'm going to let Thomas. Um, I'm not here to judge, but those are some mighty big earrings on that young girl. I mean, those are so, I mean, the, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the, you fill in the blank. She didn't say she's a teenage pregnancy, by the way. She says she got accepted into Grambling, which I'm going to tell you, you can have a 1.8 GPA and get into Grambling.
The bar is low. <laughs> you can get a 1.8 to get into Grambling. Tell me I'm lying. I know the academic requirements to get into Grambling. All right. That's basically a junior college. And it's a good one at that. All right. Here we go, by the way. Let's go. <laughs> what do y'all think about that? Look, I just showed it for you. You guys can definitely, um, definitely let your opinions on this one. I think we're done. I think we're done. I think, I mean, there's no chance that I can come in at any point of these women's lives and be the leader that they need. Uh, but oftentimes I'm, I'm told to protect them. I'm supposed to come back to protect them. I'm supposed to provide for them. I'm supposed to pick up the pieces of their lives. All right. I'm supposed to do these things and I'm just not sold ladies. Shout out to Maury out here for being here. It's over. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to uh, channel 1800. Oh, wait, shout out to the coach gang. Coach in the game. Get the likes up, brothers. He says, there, these are 304s like. These are 304s like. And he says, with only a few words in their vocabulary, swallow as anything like, like, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you hear her? Like, like. Yeah, she definitely was, uh, had no vocabulary. She had no vernacular. The bar is low out here. Brian Horsley's on the cash app. He says, I'm going to miss you, Deloney and Ramsey. Yeah, my Deloney and Ramsey streams. Shout out to he's going to, I'm going to miss your Deloney and Ramsey streams. Yeah, somehow we might have to do the audio because they're so good that I'm just a, a little upset. I'm going to have to figure out how to play something else in the background and just listen to the audio. Um, thank you, Bryant, over there on the cash app. Triggerverse says she had her face down in the antique pillows. 100%. All right. Tall, dark, and awesomeness, coach. You should be out here. You should be out here spewing skittles, but you stay dropping bars. Salute! I appreciate all you do. Well, the agenda is the agenda. I did catch up on a little bit what's going on with Disney, and I caught a couple of videos that people were saying. See, this is proof that they've been uh, intentionally trying to subvert parentage and indoctrinating kids, and the evidence is there. Everett Walker, coach. Your bit about asking God for understanding of women instead of love was the greatest eye-opening thing I've ever heard. Shout out to you, hashtag free agent life style. Yes, indeed. He blessed me with the understanding of women, all right? Um, and working with women exclusively for 15 years will allow you to get an understanding of what they are. Um, I don't have faith in humanity, so I don't want women or men to be offended by me saying I don't have faith in women. I don't have faith in humanity. I mean, it's hard for me to have faith in anybody. I think humanity is very flawed. Okay. I go by the 5% math, right? Shout out to the 5% nation. I go by the 5% math. Meaning, meaning 5% are the poor righteous teachers. 10% control the world. They are the bloodsuckers of the poor in essence. And then 85% are the deaf, dumb, and blind. All right. I, I, I think that is absolutely true. <laughs> that 5% math makes sense to me. I'm like, that is, yeah, that explains, that explains culture for sure. Mm. I mean, everybody has the same bark, program conversation, bark, bark. Whatever they did to come up with that math, I was like, yeah. Yep. That explains it. That, there's no more explanation you need. <laughs> All right, shout out to uh, Streetside. He says, made an indie, I'm sorry, made an idol. It's not indie, made an idol-seeking profile. No messages, no response. 
the last week of the last two months, the message has been going crazy. I don't even respond. It's interesting to watch them complain about us. So street side, you're watching them complain about you. And then they're on seeking underneath. All right. Underneath. All right. And so people are trying to, I know you don't want to go to the dark side. I've been to the dark side, but um, once you go, you can't unsee it. These are the same people complaining about men and men don't protect and men ain't doing this and men ain't ish and men don't take people out. And then you'll find out just like that young girl that I played a video, that young adult, when she said, uh, well, when I was 16, I was sneaking out and I was doing this and that. That's what women are doing when they're not out here dating you. You think they're out twiddling their thumbs, learning how to sew and learn how to make minestrone soup. All right. That's what you think. They're sitting there in a rocking chair going, man, what do we do with our lives? Perhaps we'll become better people. All right. Now, they're out here when you're not looking, sneaking around. That's what they're doing. You know why? Because it's too easy to sneak around. It's not because they're bad people. That's what they do. I mean, come on, man. Sneaky links. Uh, friends with benefits, hookups. I mean, it's not, and it just doesn't revolve around sex. A lot of them do spend time trying to formulate a business. They never put a business plan together. You know how many women say, I want to start a business. You have a business plan? Nope. Business plan? Well, I do have these ideas and I think I can make this work and I'm going to come up with some, you ain't going to come up with a damn thing because you ain't put no damn energy towards it. In the middle of coming up with these plans, you come up with this idea, and then you go sell some peace leave, all right, to try to make that idea come to fruition, or you hope somebody invests in you. No business plan, no damn plan, no execution, no follow through, nothing. Uh, but when you see it, you can't unsee it. And I, I'm not saying all women are doing this. I'm saying a, a quite a bit. It's it's sad out there. Anyway. <laughs> shout out to uh tall dark and awesome this shout out to the coach gang the chat is always fire yes indeed three and three three and three says coach every other word is that she says is like valley girl speak is in again he says gag a maggot hashtag all right i don't know what that means but i do know what you're saying like and um and she had those us she had those jump cuts every two words um like, and uh, uh, she probably is 25 years old. And that is. All right. Channel 1800 says she's a fake plastic tree coach. Yeah, man. Last one. Shout out to class E coach. I've been serving on the grand jury. Oh, you got picked for four weeks. If I had a dollar for every time we had a case where an underage girl lied about her age on Tinder, met an older guy. And her dad found out I would be rich. Be careful, fellas. 14-year-olds do this all the time. And this is something that I've been talking about. I've been trying to warn you about. You guys think girls just start off at 18. I'm like, man, let me tell you. These girls are starting off. And, and the whole, these young girls don't want you. Dude, they're starting off very early. All right. I, I know. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I haven't had any laws broken. But what I'm saying is they start putting in their words early. And I've been saying this, if you if you are in Atlanta, Georgia, or any middle middle city, Rust Belt City, Milwaukee, Chicago, old industry city. And you're with a woman and she's 36. She's been doing this for two decades. She started by 12, 13, 14. More than likely, more than likely. And then but she started with older guys around 15, 16, 17. 
not not 50 year old guys, but slightly older, 25, 26, 24, 23. And then they want to come at you when you're 40 and you go down to the junior college, you sick, old, dirty, no nasty, old pedophilic. Wait a minute. You've been doing it. You did it when you were younger. Yeah, that's why I know it don't work. Who it don't work for you? It sure worked for the guy because he was roar, roar all up in your guts, pushing your insides to your esophagus. It worked out for him. And not only that, he ain't with you no more. <laughs> Come on. It didn't work out for you. And like that young girl said, the girl that I played, this girl right here, what did she end up saying? It's creepy. It was so creepy, this girl right here. Now she's saying it's creepy. When you were fully engaged in a relationship with a guy, when he was 27 and you were 16, 17, now it's creepy. Yeah, because you're been used up and spit off to the side. <laughs> anyway, I hey, if you're on Tinder, you've come across what they call teenagers, young adults. You come across their profiles. You just don't know it. And the, here's the tip off. Here's the tip. I'm going to give you a tip of how you've been on one. Okay. Many times they keep these accounts for a minute. And what they'll do is they'll turn, let's say they turn 24 or 23, but their account will say they're 27 or whatever it is. Their account will say they'll be 20, but the account says 23. They'll be 20 and the account says they're 24 on the account. And then on the message, they'll say, I'm not really 24. I'm really 20. Right? It'll say that right there. I don't know how to change the age. What does that mean? You just been tipped off that this person had this account when they were underage. That's the tip off. Or they had their Facebook because if they connected, you probably have to use Facebook. Okay? And their Facebook account age is way older than they actually are. Well, I'm actually 20, but it says I'm 24. That right there, that right there is a tip off that whatever account they're using for that account they had it when they were underage. Okay? They were 16 and 17 when they started it, but they had to lie and say they were 23. Now the account is sped up, but they're really, now they're legal age. So you guys got to watch out for these tips. All right? these, these You got to watch out for these red flags. All right? That's the girl that had that account when they were young and they were out there fishing. Okay? Um. Anyway. Somebody said, dang, I almost went to jail. For real, brothers, it's real. It's a real sketchy game out here. Um, who wants to see this? Who wants to see this? This is what you guys need to do to the community too, man. I'm going to tell you right here. You see that brother right there? That's what you need to do right there. This stuff going on right here. I love this meme, by the way. Y'all need to sometimes get up and bounce. There's no saving it. It's over, man. Game over. It's over. <laughs> I got up and did this a long time ago, and I let people call me all kind of sellouts and Uncle Toms, and you a white boy underneath, and you a Oreo cookie, and you like white girls, and you think you white. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm out. Gone.
I got out. I turned my black card in, all that. I went right to the damn store. Where were, hey, where do I turn all this in? I'm done. <laughs> Let's play a fun video now. This is from our guy, Lizard Hunter, Lot Lizard Becky. I remember I said the term Lot Lizard once, and this dude came on. See, you be stealing content. You out here stealing from Kwame Brown. I was like, I was like, the term Lot Lizard has been used forever in the trucking industry, the truck stops, baseball parks. They call them rats in professional wrestling, ring rats. Check this out. Here's one of these people here that is going to say she's been down and out. A woman on the spectrum. I want you to listen to when she says what age she is, brothers. Let's listen to this. The thick one. And guys, you young guys, I'm going to tell you something here. You're going to be mesmerized by the shape of her bust here. But uh, you'll be quite disappointed when this bra comes off. All right, there's a lot of underwiring keeping these things up. All right, and not only that, her stomach's keeping them up too. So do not be impressed. Let's go, let's listen. Hey, so I'm here with Becky. Becky, how old are you? Her name is Becky. Shout out to Becky. All right, look at, <laughs> look at Becky's face. Let's hear it again. All right, so I'm here with Becky. Becky, how old are you? Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Shout out to Lot Lizard, Lizard Hunter. How old is Becky? How old do you guys think, guys? How old do you think Becky is? All right, this is what we'll do. How old do you think Becky is? Somebody just go ahead and just get, we can play this game. We can play this game. We got a 40, 50, 19, holy moly, 22, 29, 40, 32. People are saying 30s, 50s, you know, mid 30s, 27, 40. 40 something. All right, we got a couple of 70s. Oh my goodness, she kind of does look 70. All right, so here we go. How old is Becky? All right, so I'm here with Becky. Becky, how old are you? 30. She's 30 years old. Now, she might be lying on this one. Nope. But 30. Ladies, if you're watching me and you're in the 30-year-old age range, this is kind of how, how men see you. Even when you say 40's the new 20, or I look good for my age, or someone carded me at the liquor store and made me feel good, this is kind of what men see when you're saying something like this. Oh, people think I'm 26 years old and you're 42 and you're looking, men are looking at your ass like this here, like, yeah, that's what you think. Are you originally from Arizona? No, upstate New York. And what brings you out here? To By the way, that's another red flag. Uh, people that move across the country, even though I've done this, but I've done this for jobs. Me, people that move across country for, for no apparent reason, red flag. This is why living in places like Phoenix, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas is very tough because we get a lot of implants. Or implants, imports, <laughs> implants. Uh, why am I thinking about implants? We get a lot of imports in LA, Las Vegas, and Phoenix. 
And so a lot of people come in, maybe even in Miami, you get the same thing. They come in and then it's like, where'd you come from? Oh, I'm from Atlanta. I'm from New York. Why are you here? Well, transplants, implants, imports, <laughs> transplants, <laughs> transplants. Sorry. Give myself the buzzer. Transplants. What did I say? Implants. All right. Let's let's find out what happened to her teeth. Arizona. I came out here when my mom got ovarian cancer. All right, so she's going to go ahead and sing the. What is going on with this neck, by the way? And what's your current situation right now? Are you homeless? I stay with my brother who lives in a trap house. So I live in a trap house. So again, remember what uh, guys were saying and shout out to Ramil. Uh, these holes are winning. And I said, what? The bar is low for a win. So remember, everybody was like, winner didn't come. These girls weren't out in the street homeless, which is not true. You just aren't acknowledging that they're out here. They will find a place to live. They will find shelter, even if it's a trap house. So they don't have to be out in these streets per se to have felt hashtag winner is coming or have felt the barbarians at the gate. Not only that, you guys are too consumed to not acknowledging that there are some people out here on the street, down and out. She lives in a trap house. How is it at the trap house? Loud. You get to see a lot of different things? Yes. A lot of different activities? Lots of drugs. And she's choosing to live there. She's like, forget it. I'll live there. Who cares? So they'll live there without going fully onto the streets. All right. That's better than going out homeless. I'll live in a trap house. It's loud. There's a lot of drugs there. How long have you been there? Um, About a year. A whole year. About a year? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to get out of that situation? No. no. There you go right there. So they ain't trying to get out. And not only that, they ain't trying to do better. Okay. So they'll live in that situation for two, three years. Same thing as a relationship, guys. If you're in a relationship with her, she could hate the whole damn idea of it, but she'll sit up under you if you got food, clothing, and shelter. As long as you keep feeding her, as long as you keep keeping her in, uh, keeping her warm, you give her a warm bed, her ass will stick around with your ass. <laughs> right? Period. You nope. like it there? I don't like it, but I don't dislike it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not happy. <laughs> I don't like it, but I don't dislike it. Why? We all will find out why. So you come from New York? Mm-hmm. How was your childhood growing up? Um, well, I grew up all over the place. My both my parents were in the Navy. So military brat. It was complicated. Like after my parents got a divorce when I was eight. Divorce. By the way, I've been saying this for a long time. Wait till the divorce statistics come out and show what a disaster co-parenting is. All right. Co-parenting is an absolute farce. This is the this is what you produce. This is what co-parents and divorcees produce right here. All right. Most of them. I know there's one. Not me. My kids went into Harvard and Grambling. My kids got into Howard and Grambling. That's you. Your kid got a 1.9 GPA. Congratulations. It got into Howard. All right. Great. I spent one year with my mom, one year with my dad, one year with my mom, uh, one year with my dad. Co-parenting. Co-parenting. This is a product of co-parenting right here. Until I graduated high school. Yep. Straight cat. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. Back and forth, co-parenting for the win. I've been telling you, co-parenting is a disaster. They're in New 
No, um, my dad lived in Illinois at the time, and my mom was in New York. Okay. Was it a good childhood? Um, I don't know. My weight has always been a big issue with my family. I'm the only fat person in my family. Yeah. So they always kind of made me feel less than for that. When I graduated high school, I weighed 415 pounds. What are you at right now? Probably like 260. The smallest I've ever been um, was when I first started using drugs, and then I got down to like 180. It was small. And what's the deal with substances? Are you on any substances right now? Yeah, I currently am methamphetamine addict. And what about the blues? Do you miss the nope, blues? Don't fuck with opiates whatsoever. Okay. So she's like, no, I ain't that low. I just do that meth. I don't mess with them opioids. Is that how you sort of manage to lose all the weight? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And what do you do out here to survive? I'm a hooker. There you go, guys. So for the tricks who do trick or treat on these particular girls, there you go. That's what's out there for you. Okay. And okay. she'll be she'll be very or areas of town you work. I used to do between 24th Street and 44th Street Van Buren, but now I do between 15th Ave and 27th Ave on Van Buren, but it's always been Van Buren. I hardly ever leave here unless I'm going to Tempe to visit friends. So you never been to 27th Avenue? An Indian school? Yeah, that's the famous No, I don't I don't go over there. There's lots of wannabe pimps yeah. and everything like that. It's just not The pimping is dead. Worth my time. The pimping is dead. I had to deal with those pimps. Yep, I've been pistol whipped before. Yeah. When I first started out, I was on 24th Street and got picked up. I had a gun put to my head halfway through a blowjob. I was told to finish, was robbed. Then I got pistol whipped one time for refusing to be this guy's girl. Yeah. I've been stripped uh, down to basically just my underwear and robbed again behind the airport motel on 24th Street. I don't go over there anymore. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you report all this to the cops or not? No, not at all. Because if you have a warrant, even if you are reporting a sexual assault, you will get taken into that warrant. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Mm -hmm. um, what's your opinion on legalizing the type of work that you do? I believe 100% in legalizing prostitution. I believe it should be unionized, and that way it will help to cut down on underage trafficking. There's that underage trafficking. Watch this. She's going to give you another red pill. Don't get me wrong. Nothing's ever going to stop completely 100% underage trafficking. She's just dropping red pills on you. But unionizing it uh, and, and doing, you know, legalizing it will cut down on the underage trafficking, human trafficking in general. Also, there'd be less disease because we would be required to get tested. I'm just going by the guidelines that like Amsterdam does. We'd be required to be tested every, um, I believe it's every six to eight weeks and have those papers on us at all times. It would be safer because we wouldn't have these pimps coming in, everything like that. We'd so, again, um, there's the idea of the pimp. See, the, the, the guys that say they're pimps, this is what their girls look like. Guys that say they're pimps, they always acting like they got high escort uh, uh, clientele. No, this is what pimps girl girls look like. Okay, just so you know, pimps will be like, "Oh, I got the finest hoes and the finest clothes." Okay, no, you don't. This is what you got straggles out here like this. Be able to go to one location, be you know, a guy would have a catalog or look at us lined up, be able to pick one, safe environment, condoms readily available. You know, because she does condom free. How long have you been doing the type of work? A year. A year? Mm -hmm. What bank you to do it? Um, I was walking one night and I got picked up and it kind of just sort of happened and it's fast money. It's not easy money, yeah. but it's fast money. So 
this is the point of what I want to show you here. This is what the point I want to show you is a lot of us are, this is a blind spot for us in America. This right here is a blind spot. And the blind spot is this is not happening to people. There's no such thing. People will talk about human trafficking up to a point, mostly related to children. But there is a lot of women out here that are, they have nothing to do but doing this. This is why we keep saying the price of peace leaves unemployment. All right. So there's a lot of people that when you hear these women's empowerment and women can do it, this is what, this is the results of that. All right. Because th these women don't want to be out here being CEOs. They, but they don't have any direction. They misguided, undecided, no direction. They don't have no protection. They either halfway twerking, halfway got a sugar daddy, halfway in these streets. In these streets. But what happens is we have a blind spot to it because you refuse to look at it. And I point, I point at it all the time and say, look, oh, that's just some girls. Guys, this is so prevalent, it's ridiculous. They're not out here being strong and independent. They're not out here waiting to be wise. They're not out here at 21, 22, 24, 26 going, okay, we need male leadership. They're out here 40 twerking at high schools. They're out here 30 doing meth and walking the streets. Oh, I just got picked up. They're out here 16 on dating apps and having sugar daddies and dating old men. And I prove it and I prove it and I prove it and I prove it. Is this everybody? No, but this is millions of people millions and yeah these are the ones that's supposed to be winning if this is winning because the government subsidizes them this is not a win this is an l for society this is an l for them okay now not only that these three women that i showed you the three versions the sugar daddy girl okay i'll flash it up on the screen and do all the super chats all right the uh the girl that said this girl this girl right here the women twerking the mother travion's mom twerking and this woman out here, this makes up probably 60% better of the available women out here for you. They will clean themselves up and they will wonder why they don't have no man. They will wonder why you're not stepping up. They will wonder why you're not marrying them. Shout out to a a Radio. This is our reality. It's what we got. It's done. It's done for the greater percentage of men. Now, I'm in my 40s. Why would I date any one of these? Like, all of these women are off limits for me. Obviously, the one, the big woman in, in Phoenix, obviously. But the young girl with the sugar daddy at 16 running the streets early in these streets. The woman twerking on the stage. The woman twerking. The woman twerking in the, uh, the, the, um, the principal's office. What's left? I'm out. I'm out. But uh, yeah, but we will let women get to that point in their lives. And then when they get there, guess what? We ignore it. Oh, it ain't happening. Oh, I don't see people like this. No, you're just making this up. Oh, man, it's tough out here. And don't, God forbid, you tell me to run game on any one of these. This is just, this is just uh, dreadful at this particular point. Oh, man, you just ain't finding the right ones. Just, just run game. Just, it, it's about what? <laughs> here we go. Cooper time. Let's do these super chats. Have fun out there, guys. It's a Rapsky out here. Uh, where are we at? Cooper Time says, Coach, I keep hearing that women don't approach good-looking guys, and it's true. I was out with the boys on Saturday. All good-looking guys. No women approached us. I don't know what else to do. I love that. I love that young lady. Well, she's a little older. She's in her 30s. All right. 
What's wrong with the ladies approaching the men? There's no men. All black men, too. Them desperate black men. We know they desperate. We know they horny all the time, and they didn't even approach us. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls. Black girls. None. She's actually amazed a black guy did not approach her. I mean, she was like, what? Black guys were there. Like, I want you to listen to the context and how she said it. None of them. What's going on out here? You know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls. Black girls. None. And it's like... Now, who is the common denominator here? <laughs> Wouldn't you say, maybe it's something we're doing, right? Wouldn't you say that? But no, black men weren't there. They're not even simping no more. What's going on? Black men don't even simp for us. Good Lord. <laughs> Shout out to AF1023, a little something for your wisdom. I'm listening offline, off my on my grind, enjoying life. Yes, indeed. Shout out to her. Shout out to you, Classy Beats. I guarantee that man she was messing with has a warrant out for his arrest or is in jail right now. Mm. Maybe I, I should get to the end of the video and see if that's true. Uh, SH says uh, paying tuition. Thanks, coach. Thank you. Lucifer Ratzinger, critical hit. A&A Radio, good luck, coach. Good luck, coach. I got you, man. I got you. I said luck, but look, hey, I got you. I got you, man. I actually showed your channel out here. Go subscribe to A&A Radio. DG Seymour, shout out to you. R. Stanton, after graduating Lutheran College in the Midwest, my sister, um, my sister, I think you meant married a man age 35 a month before they had a baby. They met in a disco in 1979. Marriage lasted 15 months. <laughs> Goodness. All right. Uh, and she was 18 or 21-ish, 22-ish. She married a 35-year-old guy. They met at a disco. Yeah, I'm sure that. Why didn't that work out? El Chino says, but, Coach, they are all respectable ex-exes and give commitments, right? Yes. I got money. And they're good, and they're good in their relationships. and they're These are the women that break up with men and blame the guy. And they're a walking train wreck. Raul, uh, it, he says, it must have been career day at school. Oh, man. Shout out to E.T. Week E.O. I'm sorry. He says, it's a shake it fast senior fundraiser. What the F? Who said, who greenlighted this? Hey, you know what? Who greenlit this project? You know what? We're going to get the moms out here to shake their asses. Who said that that was going to be a fantastic idea? Who was like, you know what? Yeah, we'll raise a couple of dollars. Right there on the basketball court. What community event is this? I need an explanation, thorough explanation of what is going on here. What men tried to stop this thing? I want to know the men that said, nah, don't do this. This isn't a good look. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, girl, I got it out there. Yeah, girl. No men, there's no pastors in this audience. There's no male pastors in this audience that, that was like, what in the Jezebel spirit is this? <laughs> Not one principal. In the audience came up. 
the principal probably was on the stage twerking. Not one principal came in and unplugged the music. What the hell is this? What in God's green earth? Yeah, we're doomed. Uh, Triggerverse says Wakanda 304 is forever. Beaver, Bever says uh, there was a pride fest in LWB, Florida, this past weekend. I was so confused as why there were so many children there. Shaking my head, straight pedo stuff going on, coach. We're in the new world, man. We're in the new world related to that. Uh, you remove the protector. I said this, I spoke about this at the 21 convention. Men used to be seen as the protector, but they removed the men as the protector later on the claim that he should have been here to protect, right? Um, and not all cases, but uh, or they chose a lack of uh, a non-protector. And then what typically happens is they slowly encroach on your children when you remove the protector. You remove the protector, they encroach on your children. And once they have your children, it's pretty much over. Um, they can impute anything that they want in that child. And then the child's forever done. You know what I mean? The child is a wet sponge. And if they can get to the child as early as possible, you, there's nothing you can do to unprogram these people. All right, just look at the people you are today. Most people, 90% of Americans, go to public school indoctrination camps. There's stuff that you learn there by osmosis that I can't reverse. No matter what I tell you, I'd be like, they told you nothing but lies in that school. You, you, you'll never let it go. Well, when I was in school, I learned this, but you didn't learn very much. All right. But, um, I can't untangle that. I can't untangle that tangled web, but this is what happens when you go to free anything. All right. This is why men, men, men that say they date for free. I often draw the parallel. Well, you went to school for free, too. And look what happened. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's quality. Probably, perhaps being that it is free means it's less quality. OK, because public school is not quality at this particular point, but it's free. And oftentimes the only reason you went to it for free is because your parents used it as a babysitting service. They could not wait till you got into school so they can go out there and work their job, focus on their career, so I focus on my career. Or, or they can go out there and run the streets while you're in babysitting school. That's the reason. That's what your parents looked at school as is a babysitting service. And then they, they you know what else they, you know what else that they did? I'm going to give y'all some information. You know what else your parents did to you? Is they put your ass in special ed programs and got a financial kickback as a result. Not only did the parents get a financial kickback, the school's got a financial kickback. Y'all don't hear me, though. All right, Quentin Jordan, not only did they get a financial kickback, uh, these companies that put these kids on these medications got a kickback too. Y'all don't hear me though. Anyway. Yeah, your parents really loved you. Your parents really loved you. Okay. No, they used you. Not only did they use, not only did they get a financial kickback from the public school or the government, they got some from the child support and every other way they could use you. All right. And your disabilities. Y'all don't hear me, though. Mm. 
I know, man. I'm a little bit hardcore, man. Hey, listen, I'm the guy, you know, I'm really what they would call red pill. I'm not just red pill with women. I'm red pilled about life. And that's what people have to understand. Uh, when I start talking about context outside of um outside of um women and dating, and then I start talking about community and start talking about other issues, y'all be like, damn, this dude really red pilled about everything. I'm I'm red pilled about everything. That's why I don't have any. I don't fly under any flag but the free agent lifestyle flag. I don't fly under the community flag, the black flag. I don't fly under the American flag, more or less. I love it here, but America, this America, this ain't the America I want to represent. I don't fly under the liberal flag or the Republican flag. I fly under my flag, the free agent lifestyle flag. Y'all don't hear me, though. All right. Quentin Jordan, another L for the community. Fellas, listen to coach and get out. It's not worth saving. All right, Lucifer Ratzinger, I'm just, he said, I'm just my black ass down Mexico, America's done. Or I'm just, I think you're saying, I'm just going my black ass to Mexico. America is done. America's claws have been, America's been co corrupt. All right, and compromised. Let's just say come on, compromise. Um, we've been compromised. We've been compromised. And, uh, you know, um, We've been dumbed down. We're not allowed to uh, freely speak about things. Um, and everything we say is from, I don't want to get too deep. It's just a little sad. Let me just say that. I see these things, these manipulation tactics being run because I know I study patterns of human behavior really, really, really well. And I see emotional manipulation all the time. And I just go, damn, that's just sad. Yes, the media, the media definitely, I mean, we saw, we saw what the media did. I mean, with, with, with uh, critical information related to Joe Biden and his son's laptop, which the questions were asked and people were overwhelmingly censored significantly for talking about that. Significant. And now we're asking questions. Hey, wait a minute. You know, because it would have cost him the election. I mean, it was pretty pretty clear if we would have opened that box, it, what would have happened. But we saw everybody close. They, they what what they call this is called closing ranks. This is called closing ranks, in which they closed ranks on us, and they said we're gonna tell the people what we want to tell them. We're not gonna allow them to explore information on their own. That way, we can control this over here whatever that is and they did it right in our face they did it right in our face and i'm looking looking here watching it going wow and then on the back end of it what did, what were they able to do okay they were able to control how you control the outlook control the narrative and get you to respond emotionally and get you to do what they needed you to do hey, i told you to do biden how we done lost a damn vote <laughs> But it's okay. We have a lot of lemmings in here right now. He lost the election, coach. Yeah, you're a lemming. But you, you're you okay. You can still be here. We don't have to agree politically, but you're blue pill in life. But it's okay. You can't be like me. Because I'm sure if you actually opened up a live stream, you'd have negative one people watching you. But you can't be like me. But once you get like me and you fully embrace what I'm telling you, I will let you know how you're under control.
All right. But you keep being under control. <laughs> you know, you can be, you think you're red pill, but you're blue pill. You'd have negative one people watching you. So don't come at me with that emotional response. And I'll just come at you and tell you who you are. Non-playable character. But you think you're open-minded and red pill, but you're really controlled by the masses. You're, you're one of the deaf, dumb, and blind. That's who you are. But don't come at me. <laughs> All right, but continue to watch my show and I'll educate you. <laughs> anyway, there we at here. Where are we at? Obi Trice says, Coach, show the screen about the PS5. That was more exciting. <laughs> Shout out to you. Anyway, man. Shout out to John Lando, Coach. This mom is twerking in the bathroom with her kids. Her face, her YouTube, shaking my head, baby mother twerks in bathroom with kids for clout. I'm pretty sure that if I put that on my, I think I put that one time on my Instagram, and they censored the Instagram. I was like, she was in here twerking with her kids. Anyway, goodness. I mean, why are you censoring me? I just showed it. Like, you didn't censor her Instagram for twerking with the kids. I'm actually amazed. I'm literally amazed that they can take my post down and then they don't take her post down and she's the one got the kids. I remember, I wish I could show it on YouTube. She had like three little black boys in the bathroom and she was full shaking her ass. Hold on for a second. I'm going to see if I can find that clip. Let me see here. Works in bathroom with black boys. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, it it go. Oh, it came up. Yep, there it is, right here. It's still on YouTube. Here, let me let me preview it real quick. Let me preview it. We have. All right, let me turn this volume down. There's a guy doing commentary. I'll share his channel. Should he show the video? He didn't show the video. He has a still photo. Oh, no, here it is right here. Let me see if he has the video or a still. Okay, he has a still. He has a still. So this is what I was talking about. And they actually deleted my Instagram post related to this. So let me shout out his channel for using his. It's uh, Dutch Talk TV, 6.8K subscribers. So this is the video I was talking about. And uh, there's three or four little black boys, and she's twerking. In the bathroom. And so I reposted it on my social media and they ripped it down. <laughs> I was like. And then I went to where she posted it and it was still up. See, this is what we're talking about here. Let me see if I, they, so she, he has a still photo. And I think she went on live and did this. And there's three little black boys right there. I don't know what to tell you. Here we go. I think this is the one you were talking about. Shout out to, uh, who is it here? Charlie Gnarly, remember when women only twerked on men? Yep. Yeah, not anymore. They're going to do it. They, they don't do it anymore. Um, I, I, I remember in the nightclub, remember going to the club? Remember going to the club and then, you know, you know, back in the day, back in some time, you know, women wanted to twerk on you. And then at some particular point, they got to the point they were like, nah, we could just go and twerk on each other. 
So you go in there, you see girls in the song will come on, they run to the floor. Oh, girl, that's my song. And they twerking on each other like crazy. You like, great. You run over there and you like, let me get in this. Now, now we just here to twerk on each other. Now, get out of here, you nasty. And you staring at our Martin Luther Lee. They twerking on the wall. They twerking on the floor. They twerking on each other. And you standing there, can I get a piece? And she like this here. So I remember that part when that transitioned into going to the club and the women would just want to twerk on each other. You're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and then once they got camera phones, it was over. Now they just twerking them for the camera phone. Okay, it was over from there. They have videos on YouTube teaching women how to twerk, which is a mating ritual. So which is okay for me. I don't, I don't, I don't like twerking per se. I think it's actually a low grade, low frequency activity to do. Like it's a low grade mating dance. All right, it's not something that impresses me. Um, you know, but but if it does impress you, you're you're basically watching a mating dance, which is popular in across cultures, not just black culture, Spanish culture, or Brazilian culture. Um, any of these cultures like that, Colombia, they all have twerking, you know, their version of twerking. Irish people have the river dance, you know, where the titties jump up and down instead of the booty. Um, so everybody has this version of the mating dances. Africans have this mating dance. So it's just a mating dance. People always say it's community stuff, and it's not. All cultures have a mating dance like this. So I look at it as, as a low-grade mating dance. <laughs> it's not very impressive. All you're doing is wiggling the fat spots. I mean, and, but it's it does it in a point where it's like kind of pickaninny-ish. Like all I can think of is a pickaninny doing it, you know, on a plantation. That's I know that's kind of where my mind goes. I'm like, this is what they probably made the little black girls do as entertainment for slave masters and the little slave master sons. You know what I mean? That's kind of where my mind goes with it. That's, it wasn't to impress the male slaves. The male slaves would take his hat off. Oh, shucks. Here goes the little ninny. She going to do her dance. And guess who's out here doing it? The white slave master. Yeah, girls, do that little dance. Do that little And then guess what? They take her back to the slave quarters, make her warm that bed up for fun after she does her twerk. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where my mind goes with it. I don't know. You know, I'm a little bit of an open thinker. Yeah, it was kind of like shuffling. You would get up there. They'd be like, Chicken George, get up there and do your dance. Chicken George gets up there. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Now, what I just said about the Piccaninny doing the twerk, this is the same thing as him doing shuffling, right? He did shuffling to impress they be like, George, get out there and do that shuffle. And he got out there, do that shuffle. Look at George. Look at George. Chicken George out there doing that shuffling. It's the same thing. After Chicken George was done, sit your ass down, George. They get the young girls to do out there and twerk. And then they pick them. Mm, yeah. I want her tonight. The lights go down. The electric. They don't even have electricity. The sun drop. It get a little bit warmer. All you hear is crickets out there in the middle of uh, somewhere in Mississippi, you know, this is what it sounds like in Mississippi when the sun goes down, just crickets in the heat of the night, in the heat of the night, here come the master sons tipping, 
which one of them girls was out there doing that twerk. He got his kerosene lamp looking for that girl with the wiggle and jiggle. He like, yeah, girl, yeah, I got to have her tonight. Come on up here. Shut up. The whole plantation wake up. Everybody in the slave quarters wake up like this here. They see the master pick the girl up. Come on, take that little girl on back. Somebody said you reaching. <laughs> All right. Hey, somebody said I'm reaching. Somebody just said I'm reaching. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Uh, I'm going to show you right here. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Who's seen, who seen the movie Mandingo? Who's seen the movie Mandingo? Great movie. You haven't seen the movie Mandingo. There's a scene with this woman right here. You seen this scene with this woman in Mandingo? This movie right here, there's a German woman. There's a German woman right here. I wish I could make the scene better. They watching the German woman come up. There's this scene right here that has Ken Norton. And what happens is she comes to the auction and she comes to the slave auction and everybody knows exactly why she's there. She's an old widow and she picks the slaves up to <laughs> clap them big old cheeks, them big German cheeks. And then she comes there. She goes in his pants. She reaches in his pants to see how hung the slave is. And then guess what? She takes the, she, and all these men are laughing. Oh, you know what she needs. Oh boy, Olga, you need to not be coming here. You know, don't you have enough action on your plantation? Y'all think these things didn't go down? Have you read the book, Shea Guevara, Shay? Have you read the book? See, you guys don't read. You guys don't think, you guys think for 400 years, nobody was taking advantage of these people sexually. You didn't think that. No, that wasn't going down at all. In the, in the book, Shay, Shay Guevara, they talk about the maids being used as sexual objects. They would just pick them up when they were teenagers. So these, these kids, there's teenager again. Yeah, they don't read. When, when the book, Shay, that everybody, that's the, the here, I know people don't read. Y'all some, y'all some, the people who always disagree with me never be reading a damn thing. This book right here, you'll know it when I show you the cover. I'll show you the cover. It's supposedly the book that all the revolutions with all the, you know, you know, uh, uh, what what was the girl uh, Erica Badu was wearing it all on, the, on, on her shirt? This guy right here. Okay. So this book right here, Shea, Shea Guevara. So anyway, I'm reading in the book. I, I, I'm reading very, not. Not very soon in the book. I'm reading it, and it's a big book, so I know some of y'all didn't read it. I opened the book, like, in the earlier chapters. I can't remember the chapter. They were talking about, yeah, we had our housekeepers around when we were in our teens. In our teens, we would just take the housekeeper, whoever the, the, the housemaid was, they would just take her when they were kids, 15, 16, 17, and fornicate with her and send her back to her job doing whatever she was doing. So, so the point I'm telling you is when a person is subjected to a lower class in any society, they always use them sexually. Always. Always. We do it today in our culture today. This is the whole idea of human trafficking. 
The person is low class. You take them and you use them as an object. This is just what societies have done. I'm not, I'm not saying it should be done. But for this guy said that I was reaching, that I was reaching when I came up with that analogy of what could have happened. And you, you think that never happened. You think I just came up with that. <laughs> Come on, guys. Get out of your damn programming. It goes on today. That is what human beings unfortunately do to other human beings when they're subjugated, when they're when they're less class. And in those days, what you would call the plantation days, you definitely had there was actually a scene in this movie Mandingo of the young teenage boys doing exactly that with one of the black slaves. There was actually go watch Mandingo. I don't like watch a lot of slave movies, but that was the one that touched on things that don't they don't want you to know about. They talked about the bed winch. They had the bed winch slave. It wasn't the slave master that used them. It was the young boys that used the slave, those slaves like that. So you thought I was just, somebody, I was reaching? Oh, no. Yeah, spoils of war. This has been happening. It happened in France when the Germans came in. It's been happening since forever. It's happened when Genghis Khan came up. And, and it happens, it happens. So I was reaching. Wow. You really don't know how it works, do you? <laughs> uh, let's see here. And I hate to use movies as a frame of reference. That's why I had to use a book. But um, um, if you do want another modern frame of reference related to that, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger ended up doing what? I'll wait. So Arnold Schwarzenegger did what? He impregnated his housemaid in the presence of his wife and raised the child in the house. Now, if that's not plantation uh, politics, I don't know what is. And it was in modern time. <laughs> My, that plantation idea that I gave you was literally modernly played out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right there, banging the maid. Right there, up under. So the maid's a lower class person. The maid's living in a maid's quarter. The maid's living in the house. He impregnates the maid and then raises the kid alongside his kid. Come on, man. Where are you at? <laughs> if, if you guys want proof of that, we'll go ahead and drop that. It's not 10 o'clock yet. I hate presenting facts. I know you guys will you guys will always say I'm reaching about something. Come on, man. Let me see here. Why do I go to Wikipedia? Here it is right here. Boy, oh boy. Yikes. So again, looks don't matter when it comes to this type of subjugation. This is the maid. So again, this be the maid that he knocked up. And this is modern time. This is your, this isn't 1860. This isn't 1940. This happened. <laughs> Good Lord. Can you say, Gordita? So this was the maid when she was younger right here. Look at Arnold. Look at Arnold. So you think you're telling me on the plantation, they didn't have this type of look where a guy would come in? Because we're humans. We're human beings. Despite the fact that you can dehumanize another person or make them a lower class person, doesn't mean you cannot be turned on by them sexually. 
and he's looking at her low class working for her him and he's looking at her like a good old piece of meat right there in the house and she ain't that good looking guys so let's throw away the idea that you only bang good looking chicks because that we can throw that away this is what she looked like and he went over and over and over clapping cheeks when the wife wasn't there. Over, look at this. Look. And you know what? It was a it was a relationship built on convenience. He was like, ain't nobody got it. Ain't, ain't nobody gonna know. I'm gonna just go down there and clap the plantation's cheeks right here. I'm gonna just go down there and whoops, she had his baby. This happened quite a bit, guys. There it is right there. This woman right here, bro. He's just going down to the clap cheeks when the wife ain't looking. All right, listen. And Biden won the election, too. Where are these two bozos at? Where are y'all at in the comment section? <laughs> I'm here to teach, guys. And I don't just say stuff just to say it. I will say it in an entertaining way. I will say things in an entertaining way to make you think that I made the bull crap up, but I will give you the frame of reference to let you know I didn't make it up in my head. These are things that have happened, and I just made the story funny. So then you think I'm reaching. Okay. Who wants some more from me? Who wants some smoke from me this morning? Who got some smoke from me this morning? Come up and come up. Step your ass up because I'm out here just smacking fools right now. <laughs> All right. Don't come in here with me on this. I teach real information, but I teach it in an edutaining way so you can digest it. So it ain't boring. But I don't make it up, sir. Shout out to John Descard or John D. I'm old now, coach, and I can confirm that ladies have been moving like this since the 70s. It is a spectrum. Like you said, the younger ladies will engage in pay for play, but. It has to be on the sly, on the sneak tip. It has to be on the slide. They're going to do it, guys. Um, and then you're going to find out when it's too late. SH, shout out to you, Lucifer Ratzinger, facts coach. He says, I did angel investing from 12, 2012 to 17. None of the females paid back the loans yet. Three of them, their businesses have failed. Mm. Business plan, no way. Okay, hold on for a second. I got to dismiss another sip. All right. Trying to tell me how to organize my show. You clicked on my face and I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. Okay. You can leave. I don't care if you leave. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't even notice if you left. Relevant music says left my wife yesterday. She's broke yet chose a girl's trip over my advice. I make six figures, moved into a nice house in the hills with a friend and I'm headed to the junior college. Thank you, Coach, for opening my eyes. I got money. Have fun, man. The junior college is fun. Shout out to Channel 1800 Dumb Coach, a gentleman named Hammerhead, who has respect for you, is being targeted. We are all being targeted. All these gentlemen should know. All right, shout out to Hammerhead. I, re I remember him. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. He's, you know, for, for guys of his ilk, it's going to be hard for him to see, keep saying what he's saying. Roberto Moreno, get in my 10 million or get my 10 milligram daily dose of the Crimson Capsule from CGA. We out here working for you, brothers. Shout out to uh, Paris P Paris F on the Cash App. Appreciate your content, coach. 
Did Brian Horsley, that was, I got him already. Ricky V, hey coach, did you hear about Regina Hall feeling up on men during the Oscars? I don't, I haven't heard that. She was feeling up on men. Was this after the, after the after party? I don't see anything on the news on the mainstream. It says right here. Oh, I see what's going on here. Um, no worse than Regina. Okay, Will Smith Oscar was no worse than Regina Hall's sexist antics. I see. Okay, so so she was getting a little touchy, a touchy feely. So what tip, typically happens in our culture? Here's a, here's what they're, they're potentially talking about. What happens is our in our culture, what happened is we demonize men so much for being sexual sexual predators, and that women weren't being also um, held to a standard of not being a sexual predator to the point where they can be a sexual predator and then we dismiss it. So I see what's happening here. So they're calling this right here. Again, this is too easy. I haven't, I haven't seen it. This is too easy. If a, if a man does this, it would definitely be no go. Um, <laughs> If a man did exactly this, I don't know. It's out of context, so I can't say. But if a man does anything close to this, it would be consider no go but then she's doing it and they'll dismiss it right she was doing this to jason momoa too apparently i gotta look that up all right uh ricky v shout out to you Char channel 1800 let's see how far i am channel 1800 oh no did i skip somebody nope becky be milk and we be wine coach yeah she was ran, ran she was spoiled by age 30 speaking my mind trap house or the jack shack this is why I don't do those particular things here, but not to say that that women that have been doing other things haven't worked there either. Channel 1800, but Coach Becky is thick, bruh. They did a pan up and down of her body, and uh, she was knock-kneed as well. So just so you know, here, I'll show you. They did a quick, who wants to, who wants to see them pan her body up and down? Um, I always tell you about these knock need women. And then a lot of times these women will judge you by the way you look, right? Revealing, especially for my. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go, brothers. Um, what day of the week are we engaging in this here? You know what? You know what it's time for? All right, gentlemen, we only have one contestant today. <laughs> we only have one contestant today. We'll have some fun. Uh, first item up to bid for bid today, we're going to go with Becky. Fast money. So it just randomly got picked up? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, I, I always have worn stuff that's kind of sort of revealing, especially for my. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. When you were out here. All right. What do y'all think, guys? What do y'all think? Our only contestant today. Our only contestant today. All right. Then it can be any area. The mouth, the neck, the eye, the ear. Anyone? No? No takers? All right. <laughs> Not even on a slow Tuesday? Shout out to Simon Small. Thank you for being here. 
WDN will call you coach. Just showing some love. I ordered your book and it got here yesterday. Shout out to you. Thank you, brothers, uh, for ordering the book, man. Participating in that really helps. All right. Hey, old dog says, hey, hold up. I live in Phoenix right by this. Lot lizards. Be right back, gang. He says, I'm going to take one of them for the nasty boys. All right. There you go. So old dog is in. Old dog wants a. Uh, Old dog is going in. <laughs> the lone brown wolf. At this point, I welcome the barbarian. Or I'm going to be here before the barbarian starts swinging. I mean, it, the bar- the barbarian's already swung. Okay. Just letting y'all know. Shout out to Unsullied Jewel says, I seen an auntie who did not work, but would get a check in the mail. Also, some women would get control of their grandkids for a check too. The price is wrong. Absolutely. Dude, the, the amount of things that people have done um, in order to get money from government programs for kids could be a book in itself. But it'd have to paint people in a bad light, and uh, this book would not be welcome. I mean, a lot of these programs, a lot of people have had babies, like multiple babies, for um, for child support checks, right? For child support checks. I mean, they've done this with you uh, for kids. Uh, you know, they'll, they've had kids for the sole reason of grabbing benefits from the government. Um, there was a woman, I can't find the video. I wish you could, I could I'm not going to say, I'm going to save you guys some time. But there was a woman that basically said, well, if you have five baby daddies, it's better than to have five babies by one baby daddy. Now, whether she was joking or not, but she broke down the math. See, if you have five baby daddies, you can have um, you get more money from each baby daddy, but if you have one baby daddy with five kids, or five kids from one baby daddy, you get less money. This happens, bro. There's women that tell their young, um, young adult children at 14, 15, and 16 to start having babies so that she can live with the kid, live with her young adult, and then they can live with the kids so the grandmother can get a check. And they can get checks. This happened a lot on this happened a lot on um um in 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 the nineties in the two thousands. I don't know if it goes on today, but that happened a lot in the nineties and two thousands. Detroit, Milwaukee, Chicago. All right, shout out to Cali West, Miami. Tell Ramil that Cali West said, "Take a long walk on a short pier with this feet fell feet frail." Or female talking point. Shout out to the free agents and the nasty boys. Yeah, I think sometimes we do, depending on what part of America, you could say a Section 8 woman or a woman that marries a simp is winning. I, I, that's not winning. That's an L to me. All right, shout out to Jack Hammer. What is love? Mama, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Yeah, a lot of y'all moms... <laughs> this is why you guys don't know what love is because your mother really didn't love you. Who was raised by a single mother here? Who was raised by a single mother here? Now, I'm not talking about my single mother. All right. My single mother was a career woman. So I could focus on my career. And so, therefore, I came up in the Generation X latchkey kids, which was common to leave kids at home. You know what I mean? Unmonitored. We don't do that so much today. 
But what 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 mothers do to their their children is they mean they they who did a video about this? They be they really hated the children's presence. They were frustrated by the child's presence. They really did not much to show them love. You know what I mean? And it really was a aggravation for the kid to be there, but there was benefits for the kid to be there. So they kept the kid. It's the same as uh, custody, right? The woman will say, no, the kid needs to be with me custody wise, but you need to give me child support. And then, then the guy would say, well, why don't I get custody of the kid so that you can work? And no, 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 I want to keep custody of the kid. So the kid's around as a benefit to her financially, not because it's a better situation. If it was a better situation, she would not need any economic support. So the situation's worse by her own admission, but she's going to keep the kid more. And she'll fight the court. She'll fight the guy tooth and nail to keep the kid. But she don't love the kid. She's only keeping the kid around for a bonus. And she'll put up with the bonus. And the bonus is very minuscule. Uh, I've often broke this down. I broke this down. Look at some of the child support payments that have gone out or have been fought over in the streets. And I'm going to give you the math. I'm going to give you the math. So, oh, Jap did that video with the woman had the kids crying in the background. I think Angry Man did the video too, where the kids were crying in the background. This woman was cooking top ramen noodles and she was just frustrated the whole time complaining. I wish I could see that video. That video was amazing. But let me tell you the, amount of money that has been gone out and transacted and people have blown up families for we're talking about less than six to ten thousand dollars a year less than six to ten thousand dollars a year this is just the child support support award so less than six to ten thousand dollars a year then you attach free daycare which is Somebody has to pay for it, which is the taxpayer, but she gets it for free. She gets to put the kids away. Uh, then the kids get school aid. She gets to put the kids in the school. This is what happened a lot. Then the kid, then she'll collect six to $10,000 from the dad, which is going to be stolen from him every which way he can look. All right. Or, or if he, if he doesn't pay up, he basically becomes a public slave. All right. He becomes a slave to society, meaning he can't work. They take his driver's license. They could potentially arrest him and they can and, and, and they can uh, run up interest on him. So he becomes a slave because she reported his Social Security number to him, uh, to the government. They then get free groceries and WIC and EBT. So she gets these free benefits that could probably amount to twenty five thousand dollars a year. It, it literally amounts to $25,000 a year, but she don't have to work for it. So she's getting $25,000 to $30,000 a year worth of awards for doing nothing but procreating. Now, this is the extreme example. There's other examples that are not as bad as that, but mothers have kept kids around or latchkey their kid and then still collected money for having that kid present in her life. It, 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 um, guys, this is undisputed information. People don't like to talk about this information or they don't want to, they think I'm painting women in the night, uh, negative light. But what I'm saying is we can't say that there's just deadbeat daddies and none of this is going on because we know this is going on, but nobody's talking about it. Or when they talk about it, they say, we just hate the person that we're talking about. Anyway.
And then what happens? Who's by the kids? People that violate those kids. People that put these kids in the game banging and, and pimping. And it's a vicious cycle. Jeremiah Franz, Ken Norton became soup. And then they could not make that movie today. Oh, he had his soup brain. Yeah, they couldn't make that movie today. All right. Uh, Minnie, Winnie Wall, KB, can you review the movie Goodbye, Uncle Tom? Is this a new movie? Never heard of it. I've heard of Uncle Tom by, um, I can't remember names. Ben Rito, Rito says that de definitely not reaching just facts. Yeah, oh man, you're reaching. They, they never did stuff like that. No, no, no. <laughs> Chris Universe says my single mom used to ask for my social security number when I was younger. I think it was for uh, using my info for credit. Is that one of the reasons uh, what you what's your thought, coach? Yeah, uh, she's done it to reestablish electricity in your name or turn on tel telephone service in your name because uh, she's not been able to pay her bill. And then she used her social security number to reestablish those utilities. Yes, that has been done. That has been talked about and done. And we sweep that under the rug. We kind of talk about it. We, yeah, ha, ha. oh man, that's messed up. But then you're set back credit wise for years, decades. Having your credit messed up can set you back 5, 10, 15 years. Uh, so we allow people to do these abusive things to children, but they never have to pay a penalty back, right? They never have to be arrested for something like that. That's an arrestable, arrestable offense because you're messing with that kid's future. Right? Zirak says, uh, how dare you mention Anna? That great man came from Austria to become a bodybuilder. He wins and then becomes a well-paid actor, knocks down a Kennedy and becomes governor of California. Put some respect on his name. Shout out to Honor. He was about to be president too if he didn't knock up that maid. They was going to they was making room to get him to run for presidency. They was going to change the they was making room for him. But uh he then he knocked up the Mexican maid. <laughs> Jeremiah Franz prompts to Arnold having a good relationship with his son. Oh, man. We're almost done. Our singleton coach, and then they would ask where all the good men are at. I'm a good guy, free agent, but that will be a pass for me. So it's hard. What if you were a good guy? This is what this woman's saying here. The good men win in the end. Remember I played that clip? The good men win in the end. It, it, you might not win in the beginning. Well, who's winning in the beginning? Please let me know who's winning in the beginning. All the guys that aren't the good guys, the pimps, the chads, the pookies, the Ray Rays, uh, the, the older men that are buying these girls, uh, the men that are paying you to eat cheeseburgers naked, as this woman would later say in the video, the big woman. Those guys are the ones winning in the beginning. And then once they're done with you. They discard you like used toilet paper. And then men have to come. The good men, you're such a good man. Thanks for being there. You win in the end. We really start looking for men who are nice guys. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, 
I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. That's you guys. You guys win in the end. You get me. What do I get? Me? <laughs> you get me. The stream might shut down. I'm trying to open up this folder. Normally it happens. I'm going to see if I can find that other video. You guys win. Oh, it's going to shut down. Oh, here we go. Uh, Where is it? Let me see if this is the one. Will win in the end. You will win. So can y'all hear that? On to the right girl from the nice guy. Will win in the end. Where's the you pause button? Pause. What, what's going on? I'm trying to find it. Uh, let me see if I can share it. Hold on for a second. We'll win in the end. Why is it so? Why is it so large? Oh, here it is. That's why. That's what she said. By the way, why is it so large, Coach? I can't play. I'll just play the audio. These two ditzy women. We'll win in the end. You will win. So just keep holding on to the right girl from the Nice on. guys always win. They oh. always win. If nice truly means nice, you had the wrong girl. Yeah, you might not win in your early twenties, but let me tell you. Every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags, and nice guys will win. They always win. They always win. I want a nice guy, okay? I'm sick of the games. Like, you saw, I'm, I shut it down. Like, I'm not into it. Yeah. I want a nice guy. The nice guy win. A nice guys, for three years, it's not cool, and then it's cool. Yes. You will win. In you hear this, bro? Do you, do you hear this? Okay, ma'am, lady, who won in the beginning? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Ladies. In the beginning, who was winning? That's what men want to know. Men don't care about winning in the end. There's some gumps that do, but then those are just desperate guys. Who won in the beginning? I mean, when you were young, in your young 20s, as you mentioned. She mentioned, uh, in your early 20s, no. In your mid-20s, no. All right, so what happened between the ages of 16 and 26? P please tell me who was winning. Let me go ahead and play that again. We'll win in the end. You will win. So just keep holding out to the right girl from the Nice on. guys always win. They oh. always win. If nice truly means nice, you had the wrong girl. Yeah. You might not win in your early 20s, but let me in your early. Yeah. You might not win in your early 20s, but let me tell you. Yeah. You might not win in your early 20s, but let me tell you. Yeah. You might not win in your early 20s. Wait, 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 wait. What? Okay. That's where men want to win. Like when we're in our early 20s, we literally, that's when we want to win. What are we supposed to wait till we're 30? Now, that's what we have to do. But who was winning in your early 20s? This truly means nice if you had the wrong girl. Yeah, you might not win in your early 20s. You had the wrong girl. Yeah, you might not win in your early 20s. But let me tell you, every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags. And I tell you, every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags. Every, you, every. You, Every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags and nice guys tell you every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags and nice guys will win. They always win. They always win. I want a nice guy. Okay. Okay. I'm sick of the games. Sky. 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 Okay. I'm sick of the games. Like you saw, I'm, I shut it down. Like I'm. So they get tired and then. And that's you. That to me, this is basically what American women are doing to you young men.
I forget you guys in your early 20s. I forget it. You guys wait till I'm washed up. I think this is a horrible way to do, to go about this, but you guys keep doing it. All right, shout out to where we at here. ES Instrumental says, roar! Where we at? Raul says, good Lord, coach, it should be illegal to run game on any woman with over five bodies. No, 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 no. These guys want to pump these women up. You're winning out here by getting laid out here. Jeremiah Franz, you live in a trap house. Planet Fis- Fitness is only 10 bucks. Mm. All right. Kendall Jack, he says, Zoe Kravitz was briefly catching hell on Twitter for implying she was attracted to Jaden Smith when he was 14. The outrage faded quickly. How old is Zoe Kravitz? They can't be that much age difference. Was she an adult when 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 Jaden Smith was 14? Jaden Smith can't be underage. He's got to be 18 now. But again, yeah, um, they'll never hold people to that same standard. Scott O in Hillbilly. Coach Sandman just released a video, and he talks about uh, integrating the subconscious and the conscious of after RP, after RP, then dating. Please expound on this. I'd have to look. I'm going to watch the video. Let me watch the video and see what Sandman is talking about. Because I had get the full context. Miami Dolphins die hard fan. I love your content and your channel. You keep it real. Keep grinding, coach. So she was 26. She's she was 26. Wait, she was 33 and he was 14. Zoe Kravitz is that old. Zoe Kravitz was 33 when he was 14. I'm that's that's hard to believe. She can't be that old. How old is Zoe Crap? We talking, we're not talking about wait a minute. That math is not adding up here. She's 33 now. How old is that damn? What's what was the dude's name? Will Smith's son. Willow, what's his name? Jaden. How old is he now? Jaden Smith age. He is now 23. So 14 was 10 years ago. So she was 22, 23, 24, and he was 14. Okay. I see that that could be a problematic um, in terms of what people consider pedophilia, which is that that's not pedophilia. Um, but she was an adult and he was a young adult. So in, in conventional wisdom, she should be called out for that, right? We, we should have called her out for that. I don't think they should have swept that up under the rug, but that's another example that, um, yeah, that they they were swept up under that rug right there, you know? But uh, let's just say you reverse that conversation and you say, I don't know, what would you say here? Uh, you would say any male actor who was 30, 30, 23, 24, and he targeted a 14-year-old female actor, actress, actress, they don't call them actresses anymore a female actor, what would be said there? Like if you said Leonardo DiCaprio was going after Selena Gomez when she was a teenager, he would probably catch hell for that. I think, you think? Although she did pose naked on the damn album cover when she was barely of age. I think that's definitely uh that that should definitely be called out. I think so. Shout out to uh Sigma the Prince. Hey fellas. 
He says he who eats first eats best. He who, he who eats last eats leftovers. <laughs> Except when it's bizarre. Shout out to Dr. Thunder, a real intelligent academic brother in here. He says, keep up the good work. Thank you for being a member for three months. Um, Coach Selena Gomez was effing on the out here on the low. We know this. Yeah. Um, a lot of those sex kitten, what they call teenage girls were used. And as you can see, they discard them bad. Look at what's they look at what they're doing to Britney Spears. Uh, a lot of those girls were used in the industry and passed around. See, the industry doesn't really have to follow or abide, abide by the law. So you guys are, they will do this thing to you where they will attack your subconscious or they will attack your morality by parading around jailbait. And then they'll watch you and see if you're entertained by sell, said jailbait. All right. And though, and so they do this often. They did this with Beyonce and Kelly Rowland. They did this with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. They did this with Adriana, what's her name? Selena Gomez and anybody related to them. They do this constantly to you, all right? And so they they roll out jailbait in which you're not supposed to recognize them other than for their musical talents. And then behind the scenes, they get in. But if you come out here and you say, well, I'm a fan of C Selena Gomez and you're an adult, then they call you a predator. Meanwhile, behind stage, <laughs> how many times have we found this out and we've been shocked? What? These music executives were doing what? <laughs> they getting passed around. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan, Ariana Grande, you name it. Then they come out and do what? Well, I was me too, and I was forced to do this and forced to do that. Oh, you know a prime example of this? A prime example of this was the women's gymnastics team. So that kind of proves my point here. Of course, they were violated, right? They were young. So the women's gymnastics team is kind of a prime example. They, they, they put these girls out there. They put them in leotards. They let them flip around. Everybody watches it. Under, there's an undercurrent of sexuality towards it. But so if you admit their sexuality towards it, they call you a predator. Guess what happened in behind the scenes? The entire time for years. I, and I've been calling it. I literally used to call that out. I was like, somebody's doing something to those girls. I used to say it. Oh, no, you're just saying that you should be. You're a predator. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm like, I told you. I told you that was going on. It's only it's only natural when you keep putting people out there in that way. And then eventually somebody's going to take advantage of it behind the scenes. I was like, I told you. So anyway, you can keep, see, people don't like what I say and they just want to diagnose me. And I'm saying, oh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is real. What I'm saying is actually going on. I've been saying this about the sexual starlets, the, the, all these Hollywood girls. Oh, no, nobody's doing nothing behind the scenes. And then guess what? All of them came out. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein was doing this and I sucked on this thing. That's the industry. And then they parade these girls out there like they're little queens and princesses. And I'm like, somebody violating them in the back. And behind the scenes that y'all don't know, no, nobody can be doing that. Her parents are there to protect her. Nope. Same thing with Michael Jackson. 
Same thing with, that's how it works, bro. <laughs> Same thing with, yeah, they was talking about Jeffrey Epstein. I can't believe that. That's what goes on. Guys, it, that, this has been happening since the Black Dahlia. This has been happening since way back then. If you know anything about the Black Dahlia, not her scene, the scene, the, the crime scene, but if you go investigate what the life they lived, these were young girls being paraded around by older men in cultures in which these fathers were changing their daughters for sexual pleasures of each other. I mean, we live in a sick culture. But then I mention it, then I'm the predator. You know what I mean? I'm like sitting here, what? Same thing's been happening in the church. If you think I'm lying about that, it's been happening in the Catholic church. Same thing's been happening. Same thing's been happening in the black church. Crickets, right? Um, same thing happened with R. Kelly. R. Kelly was the same thing. Same thing also happened with um, um, girls that they used to go with rock stars. Same thing happened with rock stars. All right, so these rock stars in the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, clapping teenage, what you would call teenagers, cheeks. Name them. Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis Presley, uh, Chuck Berry. The idea of the groupie weren't adult women. Groupies were always young adults. Nope. Um, there was a girl that was um, on the, the, the Nygaard, Peter Nygaard, which she was a girl that worked for Peter Nygaard as a flight attendant. And then they unraveled her history. She used to be at age 15, a girl running down at the Roxy, running around here, banging rock stars, 15, 16, that literally. Chuck Berry went down on a, um, on the man act in which he had girls that he would take from city to city with him. 13, I'm sorry, not 13. I think 14, 15, 16. Chuck Berry, um, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, David Bowie, uh, Mick Jagger. They all used to travel with young girls. It's, 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 yeah, at Bishop Eddie Long. Guys, this has been going on in our culture for a long time. For a long time. Woody Allen. Bro, so that's that industry. So when I show, when I show you the girls that they parade out in front of you, Many times they'll be underage, even Beyonce, even Kelly Rowland. They, they started off underage, what you would consider underage, and they paraded them out there. Say my name, say my name. This is all done to your subconscious to put this out there to tease you. But then behind the scenes, there these people are doing some. It is what it is. Yeah, the whole BBD backstage underage lyric. See, this is why this is why in the future those people are going to be kind of, you know, going to be put to task to try to answer these questions. He says, "But remember, remember coach, I'm reaching though, but I'm reaching." Yeah, Roman Polanski, Aaliyah. Come on, man. There's too many damn stories of this. There's too many damn stories of this where it was legitimized. Aaliyah, you unraveled all of that. And then now she's on the back of the tour bus with R. Kelly, bro. And he's smashing it. And people watching it. People not watched it for pleasure, but people saw it and turned a blind eye. She was 15. He was 24, 23. Okay, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, but, hey, it is what it is. Shout out uh, to Jeremiah Franz. On, uh, he says, off topic, 
What has the maintenance of your Porsche been like so far? I aspire to have one one day. How much oil or brake pad or routers, uh, uh, the job? Well, see, I don't drive a lot, but I do have my my uh, regular maintenance coming up. So I'm going to let you know. That's going to be my first one. All right. I just recently just had to put coolant into my engine. So I don't drive it that often. So I don't have to do a lot of maintenance. Uh, but um, I did have to get tires. I blew out two tires on the freeway. And uh, those tires were expensive. I think they were, uh, let's see. I think they were 600 a piece. So I'll just give you that as an idea. So I'm not looking forward to that regular maintenance uh, required job coming up here in the next 30 days. That's going to be a couple of grand for sure. It's going to be two, yeah. So uh, shout out to Charlie Jones. Hi, I love funny. He says, yeah, coach, nice guys winning, but paying full price for a used beat up Kia with 400,000 miles. He says, countdown to the divorce grape on the day you sign. That's winning. Yeah, I found a good girl. She's 32 years old. She's gorgeous. She used to be a background dancer for New Edition or the bait or what was the dude's name? What a girl wants. What was those dudes' name? Amarion and them. What was that girl called? B2K. She used to be a background dancer for B2K and um Justin Justin Bieber. She was on the tour and all that. She a good girl. <laughs> now, now she good. Now she good. I'm getting the best years out of her. And that's B2K. She used to be hang out with B2K, Amarion, and Marcus Houston and all that. But she turned her and she turned to the Lord now. She turned to the Lord. She a good girl. And that's you. <laughs> all right, man. We getting out of here, man. Shout out to you. Thank you for the support, man. We had some good information today. Uh, and we had a good hit of the game. We're going to be back uh, in the afternoon. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch.